Welcome back to the Pass Forward Podcast. This is episode 27, Assignment Miami Beach. <laughs> really stretching this time, guys. I really like it, That's Police Academy 5. <laughs> That's a sad right, thing wow. that exists. With me, as always, are my pals, Carmen. Carmen? Mm. Carmen? San Diego? That's basically the combination of your name. Colin Harmon. Hello. Wes Allen. Hi, I'm in Delaware. Mm. Or Wallen, as <laughs> that I, would work too. Yeah, you know, if you combine those two words Thanks, or names, whatever. Okay, so welcome back. Sorry, we're late getting these out. We've had a little bit of a delay, but we are back and better than ever. Hopefully, oh, still relevant, hundred <laughs> percent. Since it's been basically a month since we recorded, we've got a ton of news to get to. Uh, later on, we are actually talking about uh, advertising and how it influenced us as kids. Just basically advertising and how it was targeted towards us in the 80s and 90s. So, so that yeah. should be fun. More like radvertising. Yes. But we have a ton of news to get to, so we're just going to get straight to it. This is our segment we like to call A Recurrent Affair. All right. First thing... We're going to start with the bad news. The bad news is that Bill Paxton passed away. Moment of silence. All right. That was good. Yeah. Who's going to say it first? I think you can go ahead and... and Game over, man. (laughs) Be the bad guy. Um, Yeah. So Bill Paxton, um, uh, let's just rattle off some movies that we loved him in. I know Twister is one of them. Uh, He was in Terminator. He was in Predator, and he was in Aliens. Aliens is the one you referenced? Which he is the only uh, movie star to be killed by all three of those. Oh, wow, interesting. That's interesting, yeah. yeah. Uh, that's a, yeah interesting fact. He was in a really cool movie called Near Dark. It was a late 80s movie. I don't know if you guys would know it. Nah. But no. it's, it sounds really lame when you say it, but it's like a Western vampire movie. Oh, my favorite genre. <laughs> yes. But it's such an awesome movie. Mm. It's really rad. I'd recommend it. Now, for those of you who are screaming, what about Independence Day? No, that's Bill Pullman. Ooh, you were close, but you were wrong. constantly confused with Bill Paxton. Yes. So I'm sure he gets that a lot. But yes, Bill Paxton, unfortunately, has passed away. And we will miss him. He was, I mean, working all the way up till basically he yeah, yeah. passed away. So Long run. Um, Did he times. do like director roles? Recently, like he was more of a director, I think so. I'm not mm. up to date on my Bill Paxton trivia, yeah. but well, I'll go ahead and say check sure. the logs, and I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Bill. So, moving on to happier news, we have uh, DuckTales has released a trailer for their new, like, kind of reboot. Yes. Which and I have already watched. renewed for a second season. I know. Which, how is that possible? The trailer was that Is it good. renewed if it doesn't exist yet? I don't know. <laughs> Anyways. Mm. It's going to do well. It's Disney. That's true. That, yeah, that's a good point. Mm. So I know you guys have talked a lot about the animation style, um, which is very interesting. If you guys haven't seen the trailer, I recommend Googling it, looking it up. Um, is there anything about the actual the jokes or plot that they might have revealed or th- things other than the animation that you liked? I think the one thing that stands out the most is the voice talent. Like if you look at all the yeah. stars mm-hmm. that are doing the voice talents, like David Tennant from Doctor Who does uh, Scrooge McDuck, which he does a very like heavy, heavy accent for yeah. Scrooge. Which he is Scottish, so yeah. that helps yeah. out. It makes sense, yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of SNL characters that they brought in, which I thought was a neat idea. I mean, obviously Disney's done that with, and so has Pixar is leveraging some of the voice talent and humor from mm-hmm. those guys but um, and girls. 
Well, and I think it, uh, I think it reaches, I mean, it's, Obviously, we're going to watch it because it's nostalgic for us. But yeah. even if you didn't have that going, I feel like the cast that they have still would make it interesting for older right. folks. Yeah, and they're doing it kind of in the style of the Mickey shorts, which I think we've mentioned, if not mm-hmm. like the Mickey shorts that are on TV or I think they're on Disney XD and they're also on, on YouTube. And they're doing it sort of in that animation style, but not in the same art style. Like um, Joseph Holt is the guy that does all of the uh, art for the Disney Mickey shorts. And it doesn't look like they brought him on to do the stuff for the ducktails thing yeah which i think is kind of the magic of that uh mickey shorts thing but i think there's still a lot of humor that they'll be fine with um in ducktales yeah for sure yeah watching the trailer it did give me a little bit of goosebumps seeing like launch pad in there it's like yeah they have launch pad who you know we love from from ducktales but we also loved him from darkwing duck right so i wonder Uh, if they would ever have yeah i wonder if he'll spin off into another dark darkwing duck yeah or uh, if they would have a cameo from darkwing duck it did seem like donald duck is in this a lot more than it was in duck the original ducktales yeah he definitely wasn't as present um Mm -hmm. in the originals but that's very true it will be interesting to see next thing up Prince albums are now on Spotify. Yeah, I heard about that. That's yeah, it, it happened a while ago. It happened around like uh, Valentine's Day was when that happened. And I must have listened to the Batman soundtrack <laughs> tons of times. A Brazilian times. It, it's so good. Yeah. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm glad it's up there. I wonder if if he was still alive, if it would still happen. I wonder if it's like a I wonder that too. Yeah. I don't think so. I yeah. think that's why it's just now happening. Oh, they probably didn't waste out. any time. My yeah. goodness. Poor Prince. I know. <laughs> but Gotta capitalize on that as soon as possible. We yeah. all, I mean, hey, we all benefit from it, so. <laughs> thanks, Prince. <laughs> yeah. Thanks uh, <laughs> for making your music. We'll say that. Yeah. There you go. Netflix has a Castlevania, Castlevania TV show. It's Which, upcoming, right? Ah, it's not out. I was no, not aware of that. Yeah, it'll come out, I think, next year. It's going to be an animated show, and uh, apparently it's going to be more adult oriented because it's going to be violent Hmm. so not bojack horseman adult oriented yes gotcha (laughs) well it makes sense if they are i mean castlevania is a thing from our childhood so Mm -hmm. market to those of us who are currently adults so it's it's a direction they can take for sure uh let's see what else we have oh the ninja turtles new 2d animated series rise of the teenage mutant ninja turtles Mm. Which, Wes, are you excited about this? I'm so stoked for that. It's like I currently watch the current animated series, which is 3D animated. And I think they're on their last season. So I think as soon as that one is done, they're going to make a brand new one. I think it's going to be 2D animated. And I think it's going to be oriented more towards a slightly younger audience. Mm. Because right now it's kind of in that 10 to 12 year like a uh, target market because yeah. it's like not really like super kid friendly because it's like kind of violent, almost scary at some mm. points, but it'll be interesting. It'd probably be more back to the tone of what we grew up with, where it's kind of more funny and like more lighthearted. Yeah. It's uh, I, I never got into the current version, but I think teenage mutant Ninja turtles will live on forever yeah. because yeah, it was such a perfect idea. It was just um, like on the forefront of, hey, let's market the crap out of this through toys that we can sell. Mm-hmm. And just really just basically it can be a 30-minute long commercial. And it totally worked. <laughs> Which this leads us into our main topic. But this would not be a proper news segment <laughs> without the mention of the Power Rangers movie. 
Yep. Which we have Power Rangers movie news, guys. <laughs> it's definitely hot off the presses. It's a, <laughs> it's a rarity that we have this, I know. I know. You've been waiting out. But the Power Rangers have donuts that are being sold by Krispy Kreme. You know how Power Rangers are always eating donuts. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know how they do. And they have five different ones in different colors. Yeah, uh, different colors to represent the different Rangers. Mm-hmm. And I personally know that the donuts will taste better since they are a Power Rangers theme. And they have a little yeah, lightning sure. bolt in the middle. I mean, if our childhood has taught us anything through the magic of advertising, it's that when a product is endorsed by someone that I already love, it's going to be better. Exactly, and that is a perfect segue into what we're mainly talking <laughs> about today, and that is advertising and its effect on us. And this is kind of a free form, not really a specific specific topic of, about advertising, but I think we can talk about kind of adver- advertising ploys that really got us excited about a certain product, and maybe either A, it lived up to it, or it disappointed us. Yeah. Usually disappointed, considering the types of commercials that they, they use to advertise the children. Yeah. So, like, a, a toy where there are two kids playing, but they're in the mountains, so they're jumping off of rocks and, oh, uh, yeah. you know, all the different settings. they put, Or, the, like, Crossfire, where they put yes. kids in a void in a uh, giant arena while they're just yeah. know, shooting marbles It's at like, each other. I would have bought that, like, whole scene if I could, if they <laughs> sold it. But they did Exactly. So, are there examples of toys? Crossfire arena sold separately. Yeah. <laughs> are there... Examples of toys that you guys really bought into because of the advertising. Uh, I know I can definitely like launch into this one, and that for me was micro machines. Like everything oh, yeah. about micro machines was made incredibly enriching because of the way that the guy in the advertising could talk so fast. He just made it seem so exciting. Like everything about it is like, ah, I want it so bad. Look how much he talked about it. Like he's so excited. <laughs> and like just all the little worlds and the way they were like crash cars into each other. It was kind of, I guess, sort of like in the crossfire, sort of like there was playing with a desktop yeah. city thing, mm. but then behind them were like, there's like a sunset. <laughs> yeah, it's like this magical experience they're giving you because you're doing it like in downtown Hollywood or something like that. So you want me to play a commercial real quick so we can get that voice? I would love that. Do it, do it. This is the Micro Machine Man presenting the most midget miniature motorcade of Micro Machine. Each one has dramatic details, terrific trim, precision paint jobs, plus incredible Micro Machine pocket play sets. There's a police station, fire station, restaurant, service station, and more. Perfect pocket portables to take any place. And there are many miniature play sets to play with, and each one comes with its own special edition Micro Machine vehicle and fun, fantastic features that miraculously move. Raise the boat lift at the airport marina, man the gun turret at the army base, clean your car at the car wash, raise the toll bridge. And these play sets fit together to form a Micro Machine world. Micro Machine pocket play sets, so tremendously tiny, so perfectly precise, so dazzlingly detailed, you'll want to pocket them all. Micro Machines and Micro Machine pocket play sets sold separately from Galoob. The smaller they are, the better they are. Oh my gosh. Talk so fast. <laughs> Everything about it. Like, it's just I'm so excited. I don't know <laughs> yeah, why. Let, let's go run out to Target and buy a bunch of these. <laughs> if only they still sold Micro Machines. Oh. But, um, yeah, the guy that did it, his name was uh, John Moshita Jr. Because apparently his dad was a little bit slower talker. But, <laughs> my goodness, yeah, he did a ton of stuff. And um, it was dang impressive. I mean, he did a lot of other, like, voiceover actors for a yeah, lot I'm of sure other stuff. Yeah, I'm sure he did disclaimers at the end of commercials, too. Yeah. That reminds me of, like, Family Guy, though. Wacky, inflatable, arm-flailing yeah. tube man the wacky, waving, inflatable, arm-flailing tube man? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> do I have it memorized? <laughs> but, yeah, but yes. the, the fat, that's interesting because it's, like, kids. Like Maybe that's what has started our short attention spans of just, like, <laughs> no breaths. It's just getting it all into 30 seconds. Yeah. It's like a minute's worth of a commercial packed into 30 seconds. Yeah, it's really it's really impressive. And I think what was so, you know, kind of genius about that is you were buying uh, advertising space by the second. And so for someone like him who can really rail into something that fast, I mean, he can get two commercials into one. He was talking like 500 and some words per minute. 
which is so impressive, which is actually, he's not the fastest talker in the world if you want to be a nerd about it. Somebody on Gilmore Girls? Yeah, seriously, yeah. Gilmore Girls eventually was inspired by the Mac Machines commercial. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> so uh, anyways, I just thought like that got me so excited about their product. And I don't even know if that was their intention, but it certainly worked for me that I just felt like I was getting like a wall of information that I just couldn't get, I couldn't get enough. It was impressive. As a kid, the thing that really hooked me were, as we said, tie-ins, like product tie-ins. And like one of the most consistent examples of that was the cereal. Oh, yeah. It's like you had you had the main cereals like Fruity Pebbles and Lucky Charms and all that. But the main cereals I was drawn to were the ones that were tied into movies or TV shows. Like Ninja mm. Turtles had some, uh, Ghostbusters, Mr. T. Batman, Gremlins, which you can't eat after midnight. <laughs> Nintendo had like a Mario and a Zelda split uh, cereal oh, where you, you yeah. could have both That's of fun. them. And even though the actual cereals were pretty generic, just knowing that I had a, the little character-shaped marshmallows and oats in the box to look out while I ate it yeah. was just enough for me. That's a good point. I forgot like how magical the back of cereal boxes oh, were. Yeah. I don't really eat cereal I, I like that anymore. I couldn't eat cereal unless I had the box to look That's at. So there's like a like, maze or a game or a crossword puzzle or something to yeah. read or yeah. look or at. trivia, and you'd play them over and over again because like you went to the box over the course of like two weeks. <laughs> yeah. But by the end, they were like, okay, I'm done with it. It was the perfect amount of entertainment. And it was like, it took it to the next level when the tie-in cereals had like a prize that was attached to the front, not just like a little one inside the box, but like like the Ninja Turtle one and Batman had like this huge thing that was attached to the front of the box. Hmm. Like Batman had a big like bank that you could Hmm. get. And the Ninja Turtle one had like a bowl, a cereal bowl that you could eat wow. up, which I still have one. And it, oh, is, yeah? it is held up incredibly well. Like does, all it the paint the, does it stay... have the straw attached to it or is it one of those bowls? No, or... no, no. <laughs> it's basically him like holding a bowl like and he's oh, okay. like kind of peeking over the bowl. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. And they sold like all four of them. Yeah. Wow. But yeah. even if it wasn't a tie-in, like the toy or prize uh, – with like any cereal, I was like completely all over it. Cereal commercials were the best slash the worst. I mean, yeah. like I wanted every cereal that was ever advertised to me. Cause I mean, it's like cookies for breakfast. Yeah. Cookie? You know? <laughs> yeah. And like there was really true though. Like I feel like kicks were a lie though. Oh, kicks, kicks were absolutely seemed a lie. like awesome commercials and kicks yeah. sucked. <laughs> Yeah, and life, life cereal. I'm just gonna say it. Yeah. Kicks sucked. <laughs> anything without, <laughs> anything without sugar was yeah. like the devil. And it's like your mom would always get mad because you always wanted to like get all the different cereals and like th- you go to the, like the t- the uh, grocery aisle and it was basically like the toy aisle of the grocery store (laughs) because it's like all the colors and all the things that you love and like your mom would always give you that spiel of like you didn't even eat the last box of cereal that you ate why am I going to get you another one (laughs) but this one has crunch berries yeah (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, and that's the, like the, the different gimmicks that that cereal companies do. Like, oops, all berries is one that yep. is just like it's the same cereal, but just more of the sugar. Seriously, but it was what you always wanted. Oh, absolutely. It's like I don't want those like crunchy like yellow pieces. I want like the berries. <laughs> like, and all same thing with like like Lucky Charms. It's like I want all the marshmallows. Yeah. Oh my gosh, it's so true though. And like looking at it now, all cereal is trash, even like the healthiest stuff. It's just complete (laughs) garbage. I got to a point where I was like, I wanted like a full year, like my first year of marriage without cereal, just because like my wife is very much into health and eating eggs for breakfast and stuff like that. Number one, I barely ever ate breakfast, but when I did, it was cereal. And when I was cereal, it was like Reese's Puffs. Yeah. (laughs) 
But I was like, I just, Mostly I miss, Reese's I was just like, I miss cereal. I miss cereal so much. She's like, all right, let's go get cereal. So you cereal. go deep dive into the worst possible. Yeah. And then, so like we're at the grocery store and I'm like, you're like I'm combining like, Cocoa Puffs and Lucky Charms. Yeah. And- I was like, I don't know if I want Reese's Puffs. I don't know if I want Fruity Pebbles or Cocoa Pebbles. And she's like, how about you get uh, Rice checks? Get Special K. <laughs> yeah. So... That's a but it's all a part of a balanced breakfast. Yeah. It is. That's it's like thing. every single commercial <laughs> said that, and it always show like a like orange juice and a piece of toast. Yeah, like a wheel of cheese. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I just remembered an advertisement that I totally bought into a cereal, and it was, and I could probably YouTube this. This is just one I just remembered, but it was a tricks, and it was a, he was in a race. He was yeah. in a bicycle race. Those are for kids, by the way. Yes, okay. they are for kids, <laughs> and he's always after them. But mm-hmm. he's a silly rabbit. Yeah. And he was in a bicycle race, and the winner gets a bowl of tricks. Mm-hmm. And so he's in this bicycle race, and he's, like, losing. But all of a sudden, his helmet flies off, and his ears catch the wind, and it propels him forward, and he wins the race. And he's like, yes, I finally get this bowl of tricks. But then the judges are like, well, no, you kind of cheated. <laughs> and then they're like, okay, well, let's leave it up to vote. So they had the country vote. Like, you'd get the, the tricks box, and there would be, like, a ballot with the box. Wow. And you'd fill it out and you'd mail it in. And then they would, you know, air another commercial like with the results. I don't think I ever saw the results. Yeah. But I remember point. we got the trick so I could vote. And I remember sending it in and I was excited and it just I never ever saw the result of it. Yeah. Did he get to eat tricks? I don't it probably know. Probably didn't exist. They they're still keeping it going so that they can sell more tricks. What I want to know is who are the jerks that voted no? I know. Like were there what their the kids heck? out there? <laughs> Actually voted You're now. causing the bunny to go home and drink at night. What are you doing? <laughs> he just wants some tricks. Yeah. But I'm still suck- such a sucker for tie-in products to this day. Yeah. It's like I will go through the grocery store and if I see like a popcorn box or like soda with like a movie tie-in or something, it's mm-hmm. like yeah. I still have that Ectocooler. urge to buy it. Shut up. <laughs> and, <laughs> that he's drinking right now. Yes. <laughs> Well, and there's uh, there's kind of an adult version of that too, where it's like uh, Bud Light and any other nasty uh, alcoholic beverage, mm-hmm. where it's like we're the same product, but this can has mountains on it that turn blue, so you know it's cold. This, or this can has a wide mouth. This, this one says can, America. <laughs> yeah, this can has an NFL logo on it, so you know we're an official sponsor. You can have your team can, but it yeah. still tastes the same, and no, it still totally tastes right. terrible. Yeah. So and people Coca- still buy into those plugs. Yeah, Coca-Cola does that too with like the Olympics. Oh, yeah. Like, the yeah. Santa, like Santa cans. Yeah, Santa, yeah. yeah, the ballot thing made me think of um, the idea. Remember like in the mall when there would be like a car that was really desirable and there was like fill out this ballot and then there'll be a drawing. Oh, yeah. And someone will win this car. I've never heard of anyone ever yeah, winning no ever that or any company ever announcing no. that. What happens ever. is they have your address now and they send you t- yeah. loads of spam. 100%. Yeah. But I just know, I always thought like I bet you those things would actually be people would be less skeptical of them if they went all out announcing who the winner was. Yeah. Like when yeah. you get a key in the mail like a come down to Al's car bar yeah, and you yeah. get like a put your key in it or whatever, ladies. And like that's the thing for me. I was like, <laughs> what? Who actually yeah. does that? Like the nine people that are like I think it's real. Yeah. I, feel that, <laughs> I feel that way. And this kind of ties into what I was going to mention is with a monopoly, McDonald's monopoly. Yeah. That's a it's good just one. like you never know anybody who's ever won anything other than like a free egg McMuffin. No. Yeah. 
And uh, no Park Place. But man, I still love like searching for that boardwalk, you know. But I, this leads me to what I was going to mention was like every McDonald's commercial that ever existed maybe made me want to get a Happy Meal, like yeah. any toy that they had along with it. But then on top of that, they would show like the box and what that turns into. Yep. Oh, you yeah. know, for a while and they had the like cardboard. Punch them out or something. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They had like cutouts in the, in the box and that would become kind of an environment so you could yeah. play with your toy in that yeah. environment. One thing that never really got me was like – you know, in McDonald's uh, commercials, they would always show like half of it was like Ronald McDonald and the whole clan or yeah. whatever. I, I, I That never, ever made me like McDonald's. Like I always thought it was lame and kiddish. But <laughs> yeah. like the second half was always like the toy or whatever they yeah. were trying to sell you. So that one always kind of tied me in. Yeah. That was dang impressive. And later, they the McDonald's commercials that really got me is when they had like the teenage commercials where it's like all the teenagers would go to Mickey D's and uh, hang out after oh, yeah. school and stuff. Yeah. And like those like really got me because I'm like I want to be cool and like ride my bike <laughs> over to Mickey D's and yeah. eat eat some. Watch the kids in the play yeah. place. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's totally true though. They had forgot they kind of like. I wonder if that was a change in their demographic or if that was just as we got older, the TV shows we would watch were targeted at us differently. Mm-hmm. I wonder, yeah. I never really thought about that, that I did feel like the commercials grew up with me. <gasps> Those were snarky. I know. And bringing it back to cereal again, like <laughs> Apple Jacks and like Corn Pops, mm-hmm. a lot of times they were, aver- they were advertising to teenagers. It's like, like how like Apple Jacks would have uh, commercials yeah. about like their parents asking them like it doesn't even taste like apples why do you like it I don't know we just do yeah, it's like stupid good. parents yeah. like you don't yeah. get us it's like it, it, it like made you like have this like attitude like eating like <laughs> Apple Jacks I get it I eat Apple Jacks come on mom you don't get it you're an adult <laughs> yeah duh or that like I gotta have my pops yeah that? yeah yeah yep that was really good I forgot about that my gosh yeah the whole McDonald's like fry kids grimace hamburglar. It was a little bit alarmingly like, what am I watching right now? Like, how do these people know each other? Yeah. Who talks to the fry kids? They don't even have mouths. Like, I thought that was a weird thing. There's a fun fact about advertising the kids. There's like a certain age where kids won't do not know when they're being advertised to. They can't tell the difference between the TV show that they're watching and the commercials that are coming up after mm. it. All cartoons. That's come. why th- they had to make like bumpers to be like, after these messages, we'll be right back. Like things like ah. that. So that like, I think it was like a legal thing so hmm. that like it wasn't like just kind of completely brainwashing kids. I've been so enlightened right now. Yeah, yeah they still brainwashed us like crazy. Oh, yeah, yeah, it still worked. Because <laughs> we'd, be, we'd be like, after these messages. Like, still singing along with it. <laughs> we'll be right back. Yep. We'll be right back. <laughs> well, and then they were like, okay, let's just make our cartoon one giant commercial, which basically is like Ninja Turtles. Yeah. So. Yeah, I, I another toy I thought of just randomly is uh, Karate Fighters. You remember Karate Fighters? Mm, no. And that was another one that kind of had a Crossfire esque jingle. Karate Fighters. No, I remember. And that basically, one. they were Rock'em Sock'em robots, but just repurposed and okay. oh, modernized. Yeah. And you can like swing them around and stuff. Yeah, yeah I remember getting this. For but I remember one year for Christmas. Yeah, and the commercials they made it look so cool because it would. It's, you see the guy do like his roundhouse kick and the and it's Rock'em Sock'em robots, but oh, yeah, okay. it's you kick them off his platform and yeah. so they would show it like close up in slow motion of it like popping off of you know it's it's place or whatever like meaning you because it's it's a player versus player thing mm-hmm. uh, i remember i got that for christmas and nobody would play it with me so i ended up just like holding them both together and fighting 
yeah. It's such a sad. <laughs> that is a really <laughs> sad picture. <laughs> I don't have any friends. Merry Christmas. Uh, <laughs> oh, I win again. Hope you get a friend next year. <laughs> but yeah, that's pretty sad. I feel like one thing for me that really like uh, that I remember my brother getting, but I never got was a skip it. Oh, like yeah, that commercial yeah. that made a skip it seem awesome. That jingle, man. But all skip it was was a lawsuit machine. Yeah, because it was. They got sued so many times for people just completely bashing their faces in, yes. and like totally all breaking their legs. All things were like impossible to play with. Like, yeah, skip it was dangerous. At least it kept kids active, though. Yeah, like, you know that's a. I feel like that good fitness and, toy, like uh, moon shoes that Nickelodeon yeah. put yeah. out. Those things like were basically just ankle busters. They should have called them ankle busters. I, yeah. would, we lo- you're getting into. I would love to see the filming of those commercials. To <laughs> see, like, it, it's kind of like skateboarding videos where it's like, you know that 90% of the time they're just bailing on the yeah. on the trick or whatever. So you're only seeing that 10% of yeah. them actually doing the trick. I bet it's something like that. <laughs> That was so good. I always wanted to be in those commercials, like any of the toy commercials. Like I wanted, yes, of course. Like I, I, you never hear stories of kids like, yeah, I was totally in like the, those series of commercials. <laughs> yes. It's so crazy. Well, yeah. I always assumed that the kids got to keep the toy that they were promoting. Oh, I just, yeah. I don't even know if that's I true. I thought about that, but I Probably just assumed not. it. So that 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 was why I always wanted to be. It's yeah. like, oh, this is their toy. Like they get to play with it. It's but. like, how do they cast for that? I'm like, like act like you win and just be like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, kid in leather jacket playing yeah. Crossfire. Yeah, kid <laughs> with like the glove, yes. the mesh glove. <laughs> yeah, that was a pretty good one. Uh, another example of like something that was like tied in that was kind of like what you're saying about the Ninja Turtles where the whole thing was an advertisement, but like Butterfinger with the Simpsons, oh, how yeah. they would always, like for years they like advertised together of yeah. like Bart having like the Butterfinger and like the Butterfinger BBs and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Never lay a finger on my Butterfinger. Yeah, like the mantra that I feel like they stuck with when it comes to consistency is like the I feel like the only people that I watch do that now is Geico. Like they have yeah. the same end board on all of their commercials to where you can repeat it in your head like you're hearing yourself say it right now. But I feel like, you know, the Reese's one, um, there's so many other just jingles that came out like buy Menon and like buy Menon. Like all yeah. those are like everything <laughs> Mentos ended in that. Like I never wanted Mentos, but that song is oh, like Oh yeah, man. Mentos seems pretty rocking. Like mm-hmm. yeah. people that eat Mentos, like they just got some stuff together. They pop solve one problems in your mouth, and you're good. They solve problems. They get cool freeze frames. Mm-hmm. Like, it just <laughs> seems really cool. Ding. That I feel like the jingles and the musicality of commercials in that category were just like intoxicating in a way that I would not have thought at the time. It's really neat. Yeah, I, there's there's uh, something that I I mentioned that I still have not been able to figure out the name of it. I know we've been through it before, but it was that game that was a VHS game. And it, but it was you pop in the VHS and you had this kind of action figure set where you're like shooting missiles and stuff and it's kind of like a warfare kind of game. But that was an example of one where that commercial made me want that game so bad hmm. because I was like I was thinking it actually interacted with the VHS right. because that's how they promoted it yeah. in the commercial. And when I finally got it, I popped in that VHS and it was like it seemed to give me points randomly for. <laughs> Just pushing buttons, and it didn't really like it said it had some you're sort like, of wow, signal. I'm good at this. Had some sort of signal that communicated with the VHS or something to know when you're hitting the buttons at the right time. But hmm. I still don't know if that was true or if that technology even existed at that time. <laughs> Probably. So <laughs> I sound like it I played it maybe twice, and then I was just done. yeah. I, we have mentioned. I think I mentioned in the same time we were talking about that was the Guess Who game, where it's like yeah, on the commercials oh yeah, yeah. they were animated and they were talking to you oh, the yeah. whole time that was and you get it 
and they are not talking whatsoever. I'm like, this game is broken. Like, I didn't really get the, the point of the game if they weren't talking. Got to read that small print at the bottom. I know. Screw that. I wonder when that started, like the the small, like, disclaimers. Yeah. At the, like, I wonder what law started that, like what what started that whole trend. Because now you see them most in like car commercials where it'll show like filmed on a closed track or something like that yeah. and like do not try this. Yeah. Professional by, driver closed yeah. course. Some people, some commercials get funny with it. They're like, don't attempt this ever. This is dumb or something. <laughs> Seriously, what are you doing? <laughs> Stop reading this and thinking. Yeah. It's just the disclaimer in front of Jackass. So is there any, uh, this will kind of just be the last wrap-up question. Is there any toy where you totally f- fell for it, but it was so worth it? Like, you're glad that you fell for the hype. Hmm. Or even if it's cereal or any any type of product that... It, like, lived up to its its fun that it, they showed in the commercial. Well, this is a very cliche answer at this point, but I feel like Ecto Cooler was mm-hmm. as good. It was, like, one of the only good tie-ins that ended up lasting a very long time. And I think because before it was Ecto Cooler, or like early, I think it was, like, in the 70s or something, like, it was an actual uh, flavor that they ended up, bringing back and turning into Ecto Cooler. And then it it just kind of changed its name over the course of a few years after that yeah. because of, you know, Slimer and everything was on it. But I do feel like it, like my wife tried it, like when it came out last year and she's like, wow, this really is good. Mm-hmm. It's like, like most of those things, it's just garbage, but it's like, it actually tastes very good. Yeah. Colin, hmm. do you have anything? I think... Uh, if I had to pick two things, uh, I would say like unlike fruit stripe gum, <laughs> I feel like mouse trap was actually as fun. That's a good one to play with. Yeah, as the commercial look, playing the actual game, I don't think I've ever done. But like <laughs> building the whole thing and like trying to make it actually work uh, as like a Rube Goldberg machine, I think that is one that I feel like in some crazy way lived up to the hype. Uh, more so than I would have imagined if you really would have uh, asked me. And I think, uh, I'm trying to think of anything else that would have really been in that category. Not well, Mr. Bucket, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Uh, Bucket. <laughs> um, yeah. Maybe Discovery Zone? Like Discovery oh, Zone. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's a place that. DZ like, at Discovery Zone. That was as fun as it I was can advertised. Go have some fun. Oh, my that was mind. another good one. The, I was trying to think of, of, of like toys, and the only thing that popped out to me was anything nerf or um, super soakers or super soakers or laser tag i guess there's a gun trend here but (laughs) warfare yeah but like i mean because it was an active thing where it's like i mean you're just gonna love shooting each other with these like harmless even like the nerf like the footballs that had the like the little whistle things on it Mm -hmm. it worked just as good as it it said it would like it seemed like a gimmick that probably like would have broken or didn't work as well but it really did work it like hurt your ears almost (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah that's a good point i didn't think about that but yeah that'd be good for me i think those would probably be just two (laughs) yeah that's it definitely not mr bucket (laughs) the end (laughs) all right well that wraps it up we're out of time thanks for joining us again guys and uh and i i implore you to give us any examples that you fell for advertising wise whether it was good whether it was bad 
and I don't even know if I used the word implore correctly. I hope I did. I'm looking at, I'm making eye contact. I think you're good. I don't okay. even know what that means. Judges, so you're we'll good. accept. Yeah. All right. Great. So <laughs> I implore you to interact with us. Uh, follow us on Twitter at PassForwardCast. Find us on Facebook. We're on there. We're on Instagram. I believe that's also at PassForwardCast. Mm-hmm. That's right. All around. Google us. You can find us. You found us once before. You can do it again. So proud of you. Be sure to subscribe. Leave uh, a nice little review if you would like to. If you dare. If you dare. Or a terrible review. Whatever. If you dare. If you It'll dare. make us if laugh. You <laughs> and uh, yeah, just uh, we'll see you. We'll, we'll talk to you guys next time. Until then. No stairway. Denied. Crossfire! <laughs> <laughs> Later, snorks. <laughs>